You're tuned in to season one of Tower After Hours, where we amplify some of the voices that make up Lancaster County. Across six episodes, we'll be sitting down with guests and exploring how they contribute to and elevate individuals and businesses in our community. From young professionals making a lasting impression to seasoned marketers, we'll discuss some of the tactics they're using to leave an impact in their organizations and beyond. Let's dive in. All right, welcome back to a new episode, a new season of Tower After Hours. It's a new year, it's a new us. As you heard in our brand new little intro, this year we're trying something different that we've never done on the podcast before. Season one, as you heard, is all about getting to hear from different professionals within the Lancaster community. So we have a really great lineup that Alex and I are excited for. We're excited to talk to them and also get to share them with the rest of you. So kicking off the new season with us today is Brianna Tai from the Economic Development of Lancaster County. Um, Brianna, thank you for being here. Thank you so much for having me. It's an honor and a pleasure. Yeah, well, do you wanna just go ahead and give us the rundown of what you do at the EDC? Yeah, absolutely. So I am EDC's new business development officer. So I am responsible primarily for membership. So engaging with all of our existing members and then also bringing on new member organizations. So as of this exact moment, we have 146 of them. Wow. (laughs) So my key role is just the relationship building side of things um, and making sure that EDC is visible. Um, so it's, it's a lot of fun. So my day-to-day, it looks different every single day. <laughs> no two days look alike, which is one of the many things I love about it. But again, my relationship building is going to be the primary focus. So that could look like in person. Um, I do a lot of business meetings. You'll see me a lot of the local coffee shops and <laughs> restaurants, which is amazing. Um, I do a lot of site tours as well. And then I also do a lot of communications um, on LinkedIn and then through email. So really engaging with my members and non-members is a huge part of what I do. I also, at this exact moment, am focused on our annual meeting, which is EDC's biggest event of the year. Um, So we're really excited about that. That's going to be the Lancaster Marriott. So I'm the project manager for that event. So... Yes, so those are those are some of the things that I'm that I'm focused on at the moment for the company. Sounds very busy. (laughs) (laughs) One, we always complain about having like six to seven clients to write stuff for, and you have 146. That's crazy. That it is, is crazy. It is a team effort, though. I will say I'm, I'm not the only person on the team that touches base with them, but membership and, and that business development piece is yeah. my domain. Yeah. Um, okay, so you can correct me if I'm wrong here, but this was a new position added to the EDC, right? Like you're the yes. first ever. Oh, yes. Wow. I am. I am. I am the first ever. So it's been a really exciting journey. I think that while the EDC has focused on membership and engaging our businesses in the past, they've never had somebody solely focused on that. Um, It's their first year that we've been doing a membership campaign, which is really exciting. So we're our goal is to bring in a hundred thousand new membership dollars, and we are. Almost at 95% to the goal. So oh, nice. <laughs> Congrats. Yeah, That's thank awesome. you. But yeah. Um, yeah, so it's really exciting to be in a new position. Um, it has involved a lot of collaboration mm-hmm. with the team, just understanding EDC, how it's functioned, and then also bringing in new ideas. Um, we did enlist a task force to help us determine what like our membership was going to look like, since that was not something that we really had benefits 
for yeah. previously. So mm-hmm. a lot of it is kind of learning on the go, but I think that's what makes it so fun. Yeah, yeah. that's so true. Um, before we jump too far in, can you just kind of maybe for our listeners who aren't really sure what exactly the EDC like, what's the benefits of joining? Like, could you just sort of give a rundown the of sales that pitch? As well? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> absolutely. So the EDC of Lancaster County is focused on businesses in Lancaster County. What we what we focus on is just making sure that they can thrive and be successful here. Mm-hmm. So um, over about the last nine years, we really focused on supporting existing businesses rather than trying to get businesses from other counties to come and be in Lancaster because we don't have a lot of labor available yeah. and we also don't have a lot of um, space for new businesses. So what the EDC does, there's a lot of things they do, but one of the primary things that they do is provide financial lending opportunities for businesses. So Mm -hmm. uh, we partner with a lot of our local banks and we're able to support them with business expansion projects, um, renovations and things like that. So that's um, kind of a big piece of what the EDC does. Another big piece that we focus on is working with existing businesses, making sure that we know who they are and how we as an organization can support them. And Mm -hmm. that could be through a number of different things, including connections to other businesses. Mm -hmm. Um, Some of my team members do technical project support. So helping businesses who aren't familiar with the land permitting process and Mm -hmm. zoning and and working through that, they typically have an unrealistic idea of what that process entails. And having someone from our team help them get through those steps is really helpful. Um, We have a center for regional analysis, which focuses on local data economic insights and really yeah, so we're actually the only organization that we know of that does it at a local capacity. So, oh, nice. yeah, so focusing on Lancaster County specifically with GDP, mm-hmm. labor workforce, all of those things, and we provide an economic intelligence report and consumer sentiment to the business community at large for free. So this oh, wow. is a yeah, this is a resource that we provide. Um, so that's something that is really cool about what we do. Yeah, and then uh, membership is you know just another component of the business. It's um, it's really a lot of businesses, you know, we, we um, have businesses who are small to really large that mm-hmm. are involved. Um, they could have been a former borrower with the EDC. They oh. might be larger employers. They might just be really, I would say that um, their investment in Lancaster County, making sure that it's growing and successful and they recognize that if the economy is doing well, their business likely is too. So yeah. that's the main support. It's really a philanthropic thing. Um, but we did add the membership benefits just as a part of, you know, keeping up with other membership yeah. organizations. Um, when we had the Lancaster Chamber women on the podcast, they had kind of talked about the scope of Lancaster businesses yes. and how at least for me I consider Lancaster County as like the city mm. but Lancaster County is so mm-hmm. much bigger than that so yeah. having to balance the like farmland businesses mm-hmm. versus yeah. like the city businesses I'm sure it's super helpful to have like a one-stop resource for pretty much yes. anything that involves that yes definitely and we have a really good presence throughout all of Lancaster County the southern end we do the least amount of work just because that is the area that has the least amount of businesses mm-hmm. um, but you're right there is definitely different populations different types of yeah. businesses and within Lancaster County there's just things that you have to kind of work through that look a little different but you're right there is a misconception that Lancaster is Lancaster City only right. and yeah. Lancaster City is an important part but there is a broader community involved yeah 
So in your current role right now, sort of business development is obviously a huge part of what you do. Um, so making great first impressions, I think, I think personally, our first impression of you, I know Alex and I have met you at different times, but just super sweet, super welcoming. Um, how, how do you think that first impressions with other business owners is so important for, to make that connection for them to partner with the EDC? Absolutely. So I think that first impressions definitely matter. And like you said, when you're meeting with a business owner or the executives or decision makers, leaders of a business, it is important to showcase your best self. Um, I think that for, for myself, and I think I can speak on behalf of the team, we really focus on being not just a professional, but also a person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that relationship, I think, really shines through. So we really try to connect with them on all aspects. Um, and I think that we, you know, we have a professional approach, but we're we're not too, we're, we, you know, there's a little bit of a casualness, you know, we can joke around and, and have fun with them. Um, and I think for me, uh, in business development, I also do research their business before I meet with them. So I try to kind of understand things that projects they might be working on or who their target audience is, things like that. Um, but honestly, a lot of the conversations that I have, I learn a lot. Like I learn a lot in every mm-hmm. conversation. Yeah. And of course, when I'm meeting somebody at a networking event, I don't know who I'm going to meet, so I yeah, won't have had true. the chance to research beforehand. So I think, I think just honestly for me, it shows uh, I show up as my authentic self, and mm-hmm. I think that that's how I am both in a in-person format and then also if you connect with me digitally. Yeah, yeah. I think that is so important and kind of the reason why we chose the season one theme of meeting people in the community is because marketing is really all about the people and like Mm -hmm. making those connections and being your authentic self like you were saying so I think that's definitely really important because at the end of the day and we even talk about this with Erica our business development specialist like Mm -hmm. they're going to meet her first like right she Mm -hmm. is going to be like that first impression and if she is not a nice person or Mm -hmm. if she kind of comes off as standoffish that's going to then portray into the business. So openness and yeah. I'm also thinking about like, I just remember, so I would see your name on LinkedIn all the time (laughs) and I had never met you, but I knew a couple of people in the office knew you. And I just could tell through the way even you used your LinkedIn and Mm -hmm. um, like maintained yourself on there you just have so much passion and like a heart for helping people and I think (laughs) like even for that to shine through on LinkedIn and then for you to be that person like sitting here (laughs) in the room with us now is just really cool like oh well thank you so much I I appreciate that that means a lot (laughs) and it's crazy that she had like never met you before and like had all of these preconceived yeah good things um yeah which kind of brings us into our next little section about the next gen mentorship program Mm -hmm. so you are very involved in ypn lancaster chamber and the next gen mentorship program what inspired you to become a mentor was there someone specific that you had as a mentor as a mentee um (laughs) that kind of you were inspired to then say yeah i want to pass this along and continue that absolutely so i think that i have been immensely fortunate in my professional experience to have such incredible giving intelligent amazing people be mentors to me and um, some of those I think were in pretty formal capacities and some of them they might not even realize the impact that they had on me Um, it's hard to pinpoint just one person because there are so many but um, one person I I guess I would like to uh, give um, 
uh, shout out shout out to yeah <laughs> commend her is Terry Craft. Um, she was my first supervisor and mentor and leader right after I graduated from college. She gave me just the most incredible opportunities. I got to write my own job description. I got to come up with my title, the business that I was a part of, Emerald East Sports. They were, you know, like a year into things. So I got to do a lot of different things. Um, I got to supervise the interns. I got to, so that's also where I got my first kind of mentorship experience was thanks to her. Yeah. Um, But I think what I I, um, admire most is just that I respect her extremely as a professional and as a person. She was invested in me and she Mm -hmm. always, always, always opened the door for me and for others and let me be a part of some incredible, um, partnerships and conversations and I truly don't think that I would be in where I am in my career if I hadn't had her um, another person that I like to you know like give them a, the, a shout out as well as Dr. Matthew Tallinn yes. from Elizabethtown <laughs> College <Great> um, <laughs> yeah so he was a professor I had him for many years while I was at the college he also after I graduated Um, we remain in contact and he really helped me when I would come across situations in the workforce that I didn't know how to navigate. I could Mm -hmm. lean on him for advice. He also, when I was looking into pursuing my master's degree, helped me determine based on knowing me so well, which, um, opportunity I might be interested in, which led me to pursue my master's of strategic leadership. So he's another person. Um, but I have had many, many amazing uh, mentors. And I think that because they gave me such wisdom, they invested so much in me, I felt that it was my duty and also an honor to be a mentor for others and try to give back in that specific way. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think that's really cool. And it's funny because we were talking before the podcast. I also had Dr. Tulane. <laughs> and I, again, he's one of my favorite people who have ever mentored me as well. Um, but I think what makes him so great at what he does is he digs into the personal so he has more than just a relationship with you on a professor level whereas I think that's something that um you have said is something that you look up to in a mentor as someone who's going to invest in you both professionally and personally Mm -hmm. so um is that something that you try to take to or how do you take that to the people that you're mentoring as well absolutely so um I I would say that I I think that both are important and I really don't think that you can in my opinion be a good mentor without if the if your mentee is willing to tap into both Mm -hmm. sides because you exist as an entire person and that is both your professional and your personal life and there are times where your personal life is positively or unfortunately negatively impacting your professional life so Um, When I engaged um, this past year with the YPN mentor-mentee relationship, I really tried to connect with my mentee on both levels. And I think that because we took the time to really get to know each other. And again, it was more focused on my mentee than it was on me. But, you know, there were times where it was appropriate for me to share things that I had experienced or was experiencing that we could relate to together. Um, So I think that really, I think with mentorship, it's mostly just about that investment in the person. And I think that it's very obvious to them when you care about them. And it's not just something that you're checking off your list of things to do. Right. I would say you kind of had mentioned this before too, like 
if you have someone that has been in the industry for a while as your mentor, they may be able to open doors for you, give you opportunities, let you intern or shadow in some capacity, which is great and awesome for your career. But I also think there's so much value in what you had just said about being able to be a support or even just like, and I think as work friends, we think about this too, like there's someone that is different from me, but also maybe going through some of the same things Mm -hmm. or has gone through some of the same things. So as a younger professional, it's like, yeah, I may not be able to like get you the head honcho spot, but Mm -hmm. I can relate and talk to you and make it feel like you're not alone in this and make you feel more comfortable about what you're doing. Like it's, you're not alone. (laughs) Yeah. And I think, I think, I think that's twofold, right? Like I think that there is a a space with the mentorship where, you know, I did try to open doors and I did try to make introductions where possible. Um, And also being able to just be there for the person and make sure that they feel heard and valued and listened to. And I think, I think you're exactly right. Being a younger professional myself and mentoring a younger professional um, I think that that relatability piece was really helpful for my mentee that's what they had mentioned to me specifically Um, and I think there's unfortunately a misconception where if you're a younger professional people will think that there's nothing that you can offer someone else right Um, and I and I would like to just say I don't believe that's (laughs) the case I think that that we all have amazing stories both professionally and personally and there's a lot that we can offer and you know we just have to be open to doing so yeah. definitely Love that. yeah all right so moving on to LinkedIn you are <laughs> our LinkedIn queen yeah just like like I said you're always on our feed and you posted something recently that said you reached what was it 10,000 10, connections <laughs> that's so crazy impressive was that sort of was that like a goal that you had set for yourself or did it just kind of as you were meeting with different business professionals like it just kind of became something that happened organically yeah that's a great question so this 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 podcast is not an endorsement for Elizabethtown College so I love them a lot (laughs) Um, I love them a lot for sure so I actually um, honestly prior to going to Elizabethtown College Mm -hmm. as a student I honestly didn't really know about LinkedIn I didn't know its benefits or anything like that so I had taken a course that introduced me to LinkedIn and it was really Mm -hmm. a way to help you um establish yourself as a professional and start making connections. And the reason why I love LinkedIn so much is because it allows you to connect with people all over the like all over the place mm-hmm. in yeah. all different walks of their professional career, different industries. And that was how I started my LinkedIn journey was back when I was a sophomore in college. Um, and that was actually how I met Terry Craft and who then became my supervisor was from LinkedIn. So I certainly saw a lot of um, a lot of benefit from it when I was in college. It looked a little different. You know, I was trying to figure out what I wanted to do with my degree and connecting with people who were in industries and fields of interest to me it was a great learning opportunity and then obviously when I became a working professional I wanted to connect with the people that I was working with you know it's a great opportunity to keep stay in touch with them even after maybe a project has concluded or after you meet them at a networking event and over time I really just started to want to build those connections because I love I'm somebody who loves stories and I love connecting with people so 
um, I had learned that you could send a hundred of um, requests per week um, without having a like a, a, a premium account. Oh yeah. And so that was kind of how I think that's how I really was able to build up to where I am today. I didn't necessarily have a goal like I'm gonna reach ten thousand because honestly I never would have dreamed of doing right, that. Right. Um, <laughs> but I am. Um, but uh, my former uh, manager. Shout out to you, Brenda Baker, for encouraging me and having it as a KPI requirement to, you know, increase those LinkedIn connections. And I think I think once I started increasing my LinkedIn connections, it, it wasn't so much about the number of connections, but it was more the impact that I could make with that number of connections. Yeah. And I think, honestly, that that has been something I'm really proud of, that I've been able to, um, especially now working at EDC, when I'm posting about a member company that I've got to meet with and then being able to share, hey, like I got this many impressions and this many right. people saw it. It's more about elevating the businesses that I'm working with than Brianna feels good about, <laughs> right. you, know, right. uh, you know, spotlighting herself. So, um, yeah, that's, I think, something that has been fun. I mean, I'll be honest with you, when I was getting close to 10,000, I was like, ooh, like, you know, that's a pretty, <laughs> that's a pretty exciting number. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so now that I've reached that, um, I just, I think, again, it's more about the impact. But I truly cannot recommend LinkedIn enough to mm -hmm. all levels of professionals. Um, again, you know, using it as a student helped me get my first job opportunity being in the recruitment space previously, you know, knowing that LinkedIn is a great tool that people will use to review potential applicants. Um, LinkedIn actually has been an awesome opportunity for the EDC because because of my activity on LinkedIn, we've gotten connected with a, a few um, businesses that we probably wouldn't have otherwise. Yeah. Shout out to Moulet Group. <laughs> and um, yeah, so 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 it's really exciting stuff. Um, but it's a really great tool. And I think that everyone should use it and finding your voice on LinkedIn can take time and kind of how you want to uh, present yourself but you know you start small and then you you work your way up and I think just because of the nature of the position I'm in it makes sense for me to be posting more I certainly post more now as a business development professional than yeah. I did previously um, but I I enjoy it and it's it's taken some time but you'll find your way too yeah <laughs> yeah and I can attest that I very rarely see posts that you are like saying anything about yourself. Like yeah. it's always <laughs> about like thanking people for putting on a presentation or like going to a conference or a member business, that kind of stuff. So I think that 10,000 posts was probably the first one I saw that was like, oh my gosh, this yeah, is something this she is, did. Yeah. Like <laughs> this is about her and it's so exciting. And what we've been saying this entire time is like, it's so refreshing to see you be so authentic and welcoming and open on social media and also in person to mm. have those two match. So thank you. Kudos to you. That is a huge <laughs> accomplishment. Um, and I know you had just said like you probably post more than the average, but do you have mm -hmm. any like best practices, tips for getting started or how often they should be posting, how to engage with other connections once they have them, that kind of stuff? Yeah, absolutely. And again, I, I want to reference this. I am not a LinkedIn expert. This is all... <laughs> me just kind of figuring out things as I as I went along but I would say just some general like guidelines um that I try to follow um is I think that when you're when you're starting out 
you know, again, if you're somebody that hasn't really been using the platform, posting once a week is probably a really good place to start. Yeah. And again, this is just from my own experience, but I find that posting in the mornings, mm-hmm. I get a lot better engagement than in the afternoons. And right. earlier in the week is also better than later in the week. I try to avoid Friday posts because right. it's just not a good day. Right. Um, I get my best engagement Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday for sure. Um, and the ways I think to best engage with professionals or businesses is, um, you know, if you're, you know, like a business development person like myself, like following these businesses. So that way that their um, information is on your feed. Mm -hmm. And then too, I think if you're going to be making connections with people like individually, I often have just sent out like a short little note, like Mm -hmm. saying like who I am, what I do and you know if there's like an ask that you have or or sometimes it's even just I'm looking to expand my professional network if there's anything I can do to help please let me know simple things like that I think can can be helpful um I also would recommend if you're somebody who is networking or does work with clients in any capacity you you might maybe use a CRM or something to keep track of them but but adding them on LinkedIn, I think, is really helpful. Mm-hmm. Um, another tool that I've used on LinkedIn, especially as a younger professional, I think to give yourself credibility is to um, to ask for professional recommendations. It's mm. kind of almost yeah. It's kind of it's just like a it's like a quick little recommendation that shows up on your page. But I think it just adds to your credibility. Yeah. So that's something that you can do for clients or. But yeah, those are some of the things I'd start out with. And if you're somebody who is pretty comfortable with LinkedIn, feel free to post more than that. And again, you know, if you're somebody, you you know, you just have to kind of figure out what it is that you want your LinkedIn to do. Mm -hmm. And I think you can go from there. Amazing. I'm inspired. No, that's helpful. (laughs) I, I feel like I post on LinkedIn maybe once a month. Yeah. (laughs) If that. Yeah. But I also think we we are in different positions yeah, but also sorry what I was going to say <laughs> was we post a lot about tower and I think yeah. that's something I'm trying to not that I don't love tower <laughs> don't take this the wrong way I love tower but I think there should be a good mix of even like going to events mm-hmm. and going to the YPN connection and having those connections of saying like hey I do have a life outside of work and it's also it just as exciting so I'm trying to find that balance of like oh, I'm just going to repost something about tower or I'm just talking about my tower things. Yeah. Where it's like, oh, no, I do cool things on the side. Yeah. yeah. And I think I think that's and I think that's totally true. You know, obviously, when you're a business professional or a business owner, there's certain things that you do want to post and highlight about the organization that you're representing. Um, and then there's also space to do like if you're volunteering, like with, mm-hmm. for me, like I, you know, shout out to Manny Rivera, my amazing mentee. <laughs> you know, I did a post about, you know, our time together and our mentorship relationship. And um, I think that, you know, like some, I think that there's just a level of, for me, the way that I see LinkedIn is like, I like to be able to share like the other things that I care about too. And yeah. I think, I honestly think it all ties together though. Yeah. <laughs> Cause even what we were saying in the beginning, like you are a person first and you just marketing your organization the whole time is going to not like put a bad taste in people's mouth, right. but to feel like they're being sold to all the yes. time. It's just like, exactly. Yeah. Yucky. All right. Well, let's jump into future, the future. Um, do you have any 2024 personal business goals and then 
EDC goals that you're looking forward to? Yeah, so that's a great question. So I know um, it's kind of a loaded question. <laughs> no, I think that EDC, honestly, we have a lot of really exciting things going on as an organization. There's a lot that we're doing. We have a new lending product um, that focuses on, uh, it's called SSBCI, which focuses on small businesses and giving them lending opportunities. So there's a lot of really exciting projects that we're in the process of working on and, and hoping to continue to impact the community and then we have a new president shout out to Ezra Rothman for being awesome and also my direct supervisor <laughs> um, but he's he's got a really great vision for the organization and one of the big things I guess I should mention that EDC is working on is just making sure that businesses know who we are what yeah. we're able to do and understanding the full full facet of everything that we have to offer because a lot of people only know us based off of the one side of EDC or EDC finance that they've worked on. Yeah. So that's something, and we're honestly just trying to increase our visibility as an organization. Um, and then really just kind of, for me, obviously, like um, the, the relationships, that's why I was hired, was to build strong relationships. I'm really excited just because, you know, we're, we're close to hitting that campaign goal, and then, you know, this upcoming year, we're just going to continue to build on those relationships. I'm really excited to be the project manager for this upcoming event, and I'm excited to have a bigger role in events moving forward. Um, and then also I'm really grateful that I'm able to do some volunteer work uh, with the chamber and again, be a part of the mentor relationship aspect. That's super exciting to me. I think there's a lot for me to look forward to. And then personally, I think I just want to continue to show up as my authentic self. I think I really want to continue to focusing on those relationships and making sure that I'm doing what I can to support businesses and the individuals within those organizations. And lastly, I think it's really important that anytime I'm given opportunities and I, I really get to see a lot of cool things and get to meet with a lot of amazing professionals, making sure that I'm opening the door for others as well is something that I really care about as an individual. Love that. Snaps to you, girly. I, I am inspired. I am so inspired. After this. This episode is just, Brianna is so cool. Yeah. Oh, I've literally just you. been like staring at her this whole time. No. Like, oh my God. Thank we're you so, so cool much. For that. Okay. This is something we're going to ask every guest this season. Um, and you kind of have already answered it. But is there something that you hope to accomplish either through your work or personally in the coming years or what has been inspiring you lately? Oh, wow. That's a that's a big question. Um, I really think that one of the things that is inspiring me since joining EDC in particular is I work with some of the most incredible professionals internally. I get to collaborate with them and they have amazing expertise. And um, I am just really inspired by their dedication and passion to support the Lancaster County business community. I think also another reason why I joined the organization is because I've grown up in Lancaster County, but now I'm really getting to be a part of that business community, mm -hmm. getting to do and see a lot of amazing things. And I'm really inspired by what's going on and how businesses are rallying together. And um, I'm just excited to be a part of that. And I hope that our organization and others in the community can continue to see how special our community is. And the more that we can collaborate and work together to solve problems, the better off we are. And mm -hmm. I really think that being people focused and um, relationship centric is the key to all of that. And just also recognizing that we all come with different experiences and there's a lot that we all have to offer. And I think to not undermine that is really important. Yeah. 
Another mic drop. <laughs> that was incredible. <laughs> okay, any last last thought? Um, I just want to say another shout out. <laughs> I just want to say thank you so much for having me and I just want to say thank you so much to my incredible EDC and EDC finance team. Because of you guys, um, I think 2024 and beyond is going to be fantastic. I'm truly honored to work with such amazing professionals and excited for what we can accomplish together. Well, that's a wrap on season one, episode one of Tower After Hours. Brianna, thank you so much for joining us and sharing your experience and expertise with expertise with us. Um, Lily and I are inspired to get on the LinkedIn, Mm -hmm. get our game strong, get those connections, and we're hopeful the audience learned just as much as we did. Next episode, we have a special Super Bowl edition where we sit down with Mackenzie Bender from Spooky Nook to talk about all about how sporting events have changed since the pandemic and how she's able to effectively market these experiences. You do not want to miss that. Get excited. Until then, you can catch up on past episodes on your favorite streaming platforms, including Spotify, Amazon, or Apple Podcasts. You can also find some fun behind-the-scenes videos and photos on our social media channels at Tower Marketing. And finally, don't forget to sign up for our newsletter to get a recap of each episode and exclusive content. We can include some mentoring opportunities in in Lancaster County. We can include Brianna's LinkedIn so she could maybe get to 15,000 connections this year. (laughs) We'll include all the good stuff, but until then, see ya. ya!